Hey Freedom Fighters, Rob Berger here, author of Retire Before Mom and Dad. I want to talk to you today about student loan relief under the CARES Act. It's something we've covered extensively at Forbes and there's been a lot of confusion in part because although the CARES Act provides some really important relief to uh, folks that have federal student loans, a lot of the websites, including the, more, the uh, student loan servicer websites, as well as the government's own website, they actually haven't been updated to reflect some of the important provisions in the CARES Act. So what I want to do in this video is first go over the CARES Act and explain what benefits it offers to those folks with certain federal student loans. I want to talk about the particulars, how the relief will work. Then I want to talk about those student loans that aren't, that don't qualify for this relief. That's important because there are some federal student loans uh, that actually don't qualify as well as private student loans. I want to talk about what relief you might be able to get for those student loans. And also want to talk about some of the confusion, as I mentioned, as well as some scams that have already surfaced where folks are being scammed out of some money related to the student loan relief. So let's get right to it. Uh, the relief is in section 3513 of the CARES Act. Again, don't have to go read it, but you know, for those keeping notes at home, that's where you'll find it. And it provides forbearance uh, on federal student loans. Again, talk about what that means in a minute uh, until September 30th, 2020. So until September 30th of this year, you won't have to make your federal student loan payments. Now, one thing to point out here is that the, the relief is automatic. Unlike the mortgage relief that we talked about in a previous video where you actually have to apply for that relief, with the student loan relief, it's automatic. There's nothing that you need to do. It will happen. And during that time, during that forbearance period, there are a couple important things to keep in mind. Number one, you will not be accruing interest. So in some cases, as you know, there can be forbearance programs where, yeah, you don't have to make your payment, but the interest accrues and gets added to your, 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 your balance uh, at the end of the forbearance period. That's not the case here. Interest will not accrue during the forbearance period. That's the first thing. The second thing is uh, it will not negatively affect your credit score. There's a specific provision in the student loan relief section of the act that effectively says, well, we're going to report to the credit bureaus as if you were making the payments. So there should be no, there shouldn't be any negative effect uh, on your credit score. The third thing, and this is significant for those in a loan forgiveness program like the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program, PSLF, uh, even though you won't be making your payments during this period, they will nevertheless count for PSLF, that 10-year period where you're you're making payments until uh, your, the remainder of your loans will be forgiven. You'll actually get credit during this period as if you were making the loan payments. And finally, during this forbearance period, they're going to suspend collection efforts, whether it's from garnishment of uh, wages or taking back a tax refund. They're going to suspend all involuntary collection actions during this forbearance period. Now, as great as all that is, we need to make sure we understand which student loans qualify and which don't. The way the statute reads is it's, it's effectively federal student loans held by the Department of Education. And that raises a question, well, are there loans that aren't held by the Department of Education? That is federal student loans, probably 
Not a question you normally ask yourself or care about, but it turns out there are at least two types of loans that you might view as federal student loans, but they're not actually held by the Department of Education. And as such, they do not qualify. The first is a Perkins loan that's held by the school you attended, the institution you attended. That's the first one. Uh, the second one is the federal family education loans that are held by commercial lenders. Those two types of loans, and admittedly, probably not the kind of loans that most people have, but some will certainly do, uh, those two types of loans do not qualify uh, under the CARES Act for this relief. The other type of student loan that doesn't qualify are, of course, private student loans. So if you have student loans that don't qualify for the relief under the CARES Act, what can you do about it? Well, there are a couple of options. They're not necessarily terrific, I'll be honest with you, but there are a couple of options. Let's start with the FFEL and Perkins loans that are not held by the Department of Education. According to studentaid.gov, the government web website uh, on student aid and student loans, you could consolidate those loans. So you could do a direct consolidation loan and then potentially qualify for the relief. So what's the problem? Well, as studentaid.gov points out, once the relief is over and we're all back to paying our student loans, you could end up with a higher interest rate having made that step to consolidate. And so they caution you, you really want to think through all of the implications of that kind of direct uh, consolidation loan, thinking not just in the immediate near term, uh, but also long term, what effects uh, it might have on your student loans. Now, with private student loans, you really are left reaching out to each of the uh, private entities that hold your loan uh, loans. I have seen uh, on a number of websites where they're offering some types of relief. Many times it might be a form of a hardship or other type of forbearance. What I am seeing though is that interest typically does accrue during the forbearance uh, for these private student loan uh, lenders, but at least you could potentially uh, stop making payments at least for a time as we obviously work through the financial hardship uh, brought about by COVID-19. So again, for private student loans, you're gonna to wanna to, uh, reach out to each specific lender. Now, I wanna talk about some confusion. As I mentioned at Forbes, we've covered this topic extensively, and we've received a lot of comments from readers saying, look, I appreciate what you're saying and that these, uh, this relief is automatic, we'll automatically have our federal student loan payments suspended and that there's no interest, but when we go to some of the federal government websites and when we go to the various student loan servicer uh, websites, we're, we're seeing something different. Well, it turns out it's taken some time to get all of these websites updated. Even today, April 1st, and no, this is not an April Fool's joke, uh, I've seen uh, some of the websites are still not updated. Now, under the CARES Act, the Department of Education has 15 days uh, to notify uh, federal student loan borrowers. Now, the statute was enacted, became effective March 27th. So as I record this video, we're still in that 15-day period. But I am seeing slowly the website, websites start to get updated, at least to acknowledge the CARES Act and that these changes are coming and they're working on getting the websites updated and um, student, federal student loan borrowers notified. Uh, one thing I have seen is that the CFPB, Consumer Financial Protection Bureau, has a pretty good page that I think is updated with current information. 
I will leave links to all of this uh, in the notes below this video. I'll also leave uh, both links and the phone numbers of the major federal loan servicers, again, in the discussion below. Now, the one last thing I want to mention, and this is really important, is that the scammers, scammers are out in full force. And they're reaching out to folks saying, you know, if you, if you pay us a fee, we can get your, your loans suspended. Uh, there is no fees, right? There's no fee to pay. There's not even an application to fill out. The, the, the student loan relief, uh, again, for federal student loans is automatic. It will happen and student loan uh, borrowers will be notified. So again, if someone asks you for money, don't respond. There is no, there are no fees involved and uh, the scammers, uh, they're not going to stop. So you can expect uh, to receive, whether it's an email or a phone call, uh, don't respond to it. So that's really important. Uh, we've seen a big uptick in, in scams, not only related to student loan relief in the CARES Act, but also mortgage relief as well. So again, hope this information has been helpful to you. I know this is a difficult time financially for a lot of people. So we want to take advantage of whatever financial relief is, is available to us. Obviously, student loan relief is a big part of that. Again, you'll find links to all the resources in the notes below. And if you have any questions, please leave a comment below. I do monitor them and I will uh, respond, respond to them. Hope you found this video helpful. If you did, please give it a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. And until next time, remember, the best thing money can buy is financial freedom.